There's something so indescribably sexy about you standing in the middle of a crowd. Uh, this is going to hurt you a lot more than it will me, I'm happy to say. Mornings are about to get nasty. It's the Mizzy Bender Show. Good morning. Oh boy. Okay. All right. So it's Thursday morning and uh, I'm gonna get this shit show started. You are watching and listening to Mizzy Bender. You're either on my visual podcast on Facebook and TikTok right now or you're listening to it a little later on on your favorite podcast network. And we have so much to talk about today. For those of you that are tuning in for the first time, what is the Mizzy Bender show? influencer in the alternative lifestyle space and we talk about all sorts of sexy topics and things like that. So as you can see, happy Pride Month. I love this shirt because it identifies exactly how I feel. F the labels. No bucketing, no nothing. We are who we are. We're all human. And, uh, you know, so we're going to celebrate that this month with all sorts of different things. Uh, what are we going to be talking about today? Today, we are talking about a community submitted question, which was a short version of it until we get to the topic. Pretty much like his, his wife has health issues, which is lowering her sex drive or making it that she doesn't want to have sex. So he was asking, you know, is this a topic that I cover on the show? If so, you know, like what are recommendations? What are others' thoughts on it? And things like that. So we had some really good conversation over it and that's what we're going to be discussing today. But in the meantime, I just want to go through some current events uh, say good morning to all those that are signing on. It is lovely to see everybody. Uh, I did put a blanket announcement on Facebook that if you are watching this in a private group or on another public Facebook page other than uh, Mizzy Bender, you're not going to be able to interact with me. Please keep in mind it is a public page, so from a confidentiality standpoint, if you did not want anybody to know that you were in the lifestyle, I do not suggest you comment on the public page. Uh, but you're more than welcome to send me uh, a message independently if there's something that you know caught your eye and you really want to discuss, right? Okay, so first things first. Holy gosh, what's going on in the, in the last 48 hours, 24 hours? I'm not sure. What are you saying? Say it a little bit louder. People... Oh, I can't cover that topic yet this morning. Shoot. Uh, right, because something can impact. Okay, I understand. So I'm sorry. So my partner Spencer is still here, and we were, we had a, a lot of stuff different, a lot of different things going on that I really wanted to share, but he's just not comfortable with me sharing it just yet. And so out of respect for that, I have to put this topic on pause. Uh, so I'm really glad that he was here, and I didn't blab my mouth yet. But we will revisit this in the future because it is super important for me to. Tuesday, uh, Tuesday, you can run it down all you like. Oh, okay. So he said on Tuesdays. On Tuesday, I could talk about this topic. Okay, so then I'm gonna have to move on to my next one. I have to get the notebook out, and uh, he's just minimized my show a tremendous amount. It doesn't matter. So some really fun news for those of you that are really into watching. Uh, listening to lifestyle podcasts or really you know wanting to learn more about us or where you can find us i'm super proud to say that the mizzy bender show is now going to be on full swap radio which is a super alternative lifestyle radio station like that was a proud moment right the the podcast the podcast has been really developing so for it to you know hit out all the way out on the uh, west coast out there and get onto a network i'm super pumped about it so you can go follow full full swap radio on facebook and on twitter and uh you know make sure you kind of tune in to all the fun different shows that are on there because it's exotic it's erotica it's swingers it's kinksters uh there's like poly stuff there's vanilla stuff on sundays there's all sorts of different you know things like that okay we're gonna get into today's topic today's topic is about this gentleman who had written into me and i'm going to read his actual question to me and then we're gonna go into a lot of the talking topics and all these different things. It's been an investigation that I've been doing for quite some time because I wanted to be able to talk pretty good to it. 
So he says to me, it's been so long since I've connected with someone, I've connected with somebody. My wife has health issues which don't, which does not allow her to have sexual desires or to comfortably have sex. It's frustrating, but I definitely do what I can to support her. Unfortunately, in a relationship, the tip, the person that has the lowest sex drive is typically the one that dictates the amount of sex one is having. He says he's trying really hard to support her journey in this, but it's really difficult for him because he's not getting the needs that, you know, he's not, he's not getting his needs fulfilled. So he says, is this something that you talk about on the show? Now, I want to put a blanket statement out there. When I have humans reach out to me with community questions and different things such as this, I don't really like to ask them too many personal details, right? Because I kind of feel like, oh, well, this is great. You know, you feel comfortable enough to reach out to me. You feel confident that I'm going to be able to relay your message in a positive way to be able to provide the feedback to you, you know, that you need. So with that being said, I kind of like them to just, you know, say what they need to say. And I very rarely ask questions. So for this particular one, I... I put the question up in the group, right? So in our private Mindbender Parties group, we have a topic Tuesday and we go through all these different things. So I had put this topic up there and there was great conversation around it. Now I want to point out some of the things or some of the comments those contributed to because they're all really valid points which brought to so many different open uh, conversation points that we can have here today. So I'm going to make sure that I keep going back and forth, checking my comments, but definitely uh, throw it in there. And then if you have something that you want to contribute to after the show, let me know. And I always do a follow-up on the next show for the comments that were contributed afterwards. Um, So here we go. The first human to comment on the thread was actually a female. And she said that she would allow her husband to seek out, uh, you know, alternative options if she couldn't please him. So I said, okay, well, here we go. That was really great. I'm really happy that the first person to comment on it was a female because I thought that it might have been all male-centric, you know, supporting the male point of view of not getting enough booty. And so I was really curious to see how this conversation was going to go and and what the perspectives were. So right out of the gate, I was like, okay, person, that's great, right? I'm just saying, it's funny. So somebody on TikTok is saying that my shirt seems a little ironic. Why does it seem ironic? I would love to hear what your comment is back on that. I'm not entirely sure. And then somebody else loves the shirt. So here we go. Let the politics start to flow. So anyways, the next person to comment on the thread was another female. And she says that she went through she went through this right after she had a hysterectomy. It seems as if she lost her sex drive for about a year and a half. And she agreed that her husband should be able to fulfill his needs outside of the relationship if necessary. So hold on one second. So the the person is saying because the rainbow community loves to create labels. So I'm going to take an intermission here on my topic and I just want to, you know, talk to this what's up guy. For those of you that don't know me, uh, you can't bucket me into an entire rainbow community if you've never met me before. You don't know my principles, you don't know my morals, you don't know what I represent, you don't know really anything about me except for maybe once or twice, because I think I remember your screen name, kind of joining the show. If you really followed everything that I represent, you would know that I stand for the point of view of not labeling ourselves because of that. And so I don't really think it's fair to put me into the bucket of that category. I think that a lot of humans try to identify themselves and bucket themselves in an area because others outside of their particular lifestyle can't understand what it is that they're going through. So the easiest way for them to do that is to put a label on themselves, which is very confusing. So technically speaking, I don't really think that we do it for our own selves. I think that we do it for others to try and make sure that we're explaining our own selves to others, which is really not necessary. Uh, We don't have to explain who we are to anybody in any kind of way, which is why you need to fuck the labels. Nobody gives a flying fuck. But I'm glad that you brought that up um, and we discussed it. Let's go forward. So she says that after a year and a half, you know, she lost her sex drive. So she agreed that she should really, you know, allow her husband to kind of look outside the marriage and, you know, do his thing and whatever. But the thing that was interesting about it, her follow-up comment was that she, you know, gave this courtesy to her husband. 
However, there became a point in time after, you know, her, um, you know, I guess like little downfall there that he was dealing with some sort of erectile dysfunction because he was in a very stressful situation. There was a lot of different things going on. And so he ended up losing his sex drive. Now, they did agree for her to go out and be able to, you know, do her thing outside the marriage. However, she received a lot of jealousy. She received a lot of, uh, you know, backlash and drama and all these different things from it. And I just thought that it was a really interesting point of view. And I was so appreciative that she was so honest about it and shared that total, you know, the total thing that really was going on because how interesting is that, right? Like you sit there here's the guy totally and for every gentleman I feel like guys are worse no offense I mean us females can be feisty too but you know you have more aggressive men when it comes down to their sex drives and you know how much sex they want to have or expectations of the amount of sex one should have I feel right and so yes Sarah Spencer in the background saying every day right so like we all have like these expectations and I feel like the man's perspective is like a little bit more you know exactly that it should be happening like every hour of the day or something and so for him to turn around and have this courtesy provided to him number one like how lovely of that of your wife number one here she is she just dealt with a hysterectomy who knows why she had to go through that there's clearly some sort of medical issue going on with her that she needed to get that done right and then from there she loses her sex drive and can't please her man for, you know, a year and a half or whatever it may be. Think about how emotionally uncomfortable, draining, and all these other emotions that this one woman could have been feeling. That's what I'm thinking, right? So, you know, for you to be in this vulnerable state for your own personal journey and then say, yes, you know what? I also understand that I can't please you the way that you should be. So yes, please go and have extracurricular activities until, you know, I can meet your needs again. For her to be completely disrespected and not have the same courtesy back, I, I, just was, I just was kind of like, wow, which brought me to the whole conversation of how does one really know that the partner is going to keep within the bounds of whatever you, you know, created? And the only way that that's going to happen is by continuous communication, by talking about it almost every single day, if that's what's needed. You know, so, and that's what pretty much she followed up with, saying that the only recommendation I can really say is that communication overall continuously is super critical and so it really made me emphasize the fact of you want to come in and say goodbye okay love you. i love you too see you bubby be careful getting to work okay yeah. um so i just thought it was an unfair point of view oh. but a valid point of view to bring to the table to say communication is super key and you know, I just was super shocked that that was, you know, one of the examples provided. But again, it was a really great example of how everybody's relationships, thoughts, perspectives, and experiences are all different, which brings the community submitted questions to such value because you can't put a price tag on the amount of information that one can share with you based upon personal experience. And so to have all this conversation in the group and to be openly shared uh, in such a positive way with other community members, you know, it just is a very amazing uh, thing. So thank you so much for all the contributions to make this show happen today. The other thing, this I thought was the main point of what everybody would really think about when this question is, is put to the table. Specifically, uh, I couldn't even say maybe specifically in the lifestyle. Everywhere, right? There is a man. Now, this was the first gentleman to put a comment on the thread. And his response was, does she really have health issues? And I was like, whoa, okay, here we go. We're getting into it. But that was a really great observation. Does she really have health issues? Or is it just a gentleman who is a little bit maybe tired of, you know, his regular thing? Or, you know, is, who knows? There could be anything going on. And then there became a lot of conversation around, you know, is the wife in the group? Can she comment on this, this, that, and the other thing? And so I commented on there and I said, well, due to confidentiality, I'm not going to share who the contributor was on what this question was because that would defeat the purpose of the anonymous 
uh, submission. And for that, I will, for this particular time, go back and ask some additional questions. Because if you remember in the beginning of the show, I said I do not ask any questions because I feel it's already vulnerable enough for one to already come to me with it. But in this particular case, since there was so much question and we do live in such a gray area within the alternative lifestyle, I thought that it was super important to go back and say, hey guy, let me know what the deal is here, right? And so I did. And he was really, really great about the next steps on the conversation. Before I get into that though, I do wanna go back and catch up on some comments because I see a lot of stuff flying here and I wanna make sure that I touch upon all the different things that are coming my way for a minute. Um, is there, uh, if there isn't any communications, then resentment and jealousy comes into play. I have to agree with you 100%. So communication is the foundation to everything and anything, right? It doesn't even matter if you're in an alternative lifestyle relationship, a basic relationship, a work relationship, all of them take communication and the right kind of communication. Not everybody hears things the same way. Not everybody can take things in the same way. You know, uh, a really great example of that is Spencer and I. Spencer and I communicate way different. Spencer is a very independent thinker, a very independent executor. You know, he has, uh, a, most of his life, he's kind of just operated that way, been in primary control of you know, all the things around him and basically says whatever I say goes. Now, that's great, right? 97% of the time, I can absolutely live with his way of thinking because I understand and I accept that of him and I knew that of him when I first met him, right? However, there are certain circumstances where I'm like, you must communicate with me better and these are the reasons why. And we kind of just went through some of those hiccups this past week and it becomes very stressful. But it just goes to show that I had to change my thoughts and my perspective on how I communicate with him. I have to be so much more direct. I have to ask very specific questions. Uh, you know, I have to ask very specific timelines. And there's a way and a time when I have to do it. And I'm not complaining about it and I don't feel bad about it because that is just who he is. And another reason why I can be overly direct when we're in a public setting and I can be a little bit more reactive because he needs that sternness, right? Just as he knows how to deal and communicate with me. He knows that when I'm in a very stressful situation or I have a lot going on, chances are I'm not really speaking, right? I'm sitting there and I'm kind of mulling it over. I'm thinking it through. I don't want to speak too reactively. I want to make sure that I'm not being, you know, spiteful. A lot of different things that are going on. And so he had to, you know, learn that he has to kind of give me some space. But when enough space is enough, when to come and talk to me. And those are all in something happens, you manage it, you learn from it, and you move forward. The issue becomes if you don't learn from it, and then then that becomes something different, right? And then I would recommend you don't even proceed in the lifestyle at all if it's specifically what we're talking about. But um, you know, because if you can't if you can't see my point of view and if you can't hear me, well, you know what? I'm not going to step up any any. I'm not going to go forward with you anymore because I don't want to be in a situation that I know that I'm setting myself up for failure for. Then that becomes my fault. That's not his fault anymore because I didn't. It was, I was the one that was my responsibility to say, you know what, this is making me uncomfortable. I'm not doing this anymore. So yeah, the communication, super critical. Is my coffee black today? <laughs> my coffee is black every single day. I never, the only time this is gonna be TMI, the only time I put coffee in my creamer is when I'm PMSing. So if you ever see that, you know, chances are I'm gonna be a little bit more sassy that day. Okay, what else do we got going on here? Somebody saying somebody always falls in love. I don't agree with that at all. I do agree that we all have different emotional connections. We all experience joy and sexuality in a different kind of way, but there is a way that you can specifically to keep your emotions versus um, passions. That's not the right word. Uh, you know, desires maybe separately. So, and I think that that just is a matter of taking some time, really observing, being in the space for quite some time and getting acclimated with the way that the world works in an alternative lifestyle space because it is very different and it's not what one thinks. So you have to eliminate the expectations uh, once entered also. And so, you know, that goes back to our communication 
key. Yeah, it, it's it's gray, but listen, I do think that our area that we live in is super gray. For anybody to debate that is is kind of silly because every there's not one person in the lifestyle that you could turn around and say, oh my God, they have the most perfect lifestyle relationship. That's unrealistic, right? And to say that that, if, and so for you to have to make a comment to say that it's not that great would have to mean that there's a lot more, uh, you know, balance across the board. And, and you don't see that a lot because there is a lot of lack of communication. And then that's no offense to the lifestyle world, but it's a very factual statement. 97% of the people that I, that I see in the lifestyle, I don't even think should be participating in the lifestyle. And that's very honest. Uh, sorry to say that. Okay, so here we go. With longer-term playmates, do feelings develop? I will say this. So in two different ways, I have two different examples where I can relate to this question. One, we had a long-time play partner with like one of our very good friends. Now, did, long, did additional feelings develop for him? I can say yes. Additional feelings developed for him in a very kind of uh, more than best friend way, but not lover way, right? More in the way of, I know that if I walk out of this house, this man's gonna keep me extremely safe and he's gonna protect me like I'm his own. And that's a very different kind of relationship. It's not sexual, it's not anything of the sorts. It's just a very trusting kind of relationship. So in that regard, yes, I would say that would be it. That would be a good point of view. I did have some expectations that after we were playing for a while and like fucking a couple times a week that we put in a vanilla night just for the simple fact of like, all right, this seems to be fun or we're exploring something further here. And it was kind of a moment to kind of put, you know, all the sexual stuff on pause and see if we wanted to migrate it into a different kind of area. Um, and so there, you know, some there was some migrations and boundary shifts in that kind of way, which was a lot of communication. You know, it started out with a lot of communication between my partner and I. And then, uh, you know, my partner's really respectful in the fact of when, you know, I want to have conversation with a playmate, he kind of allows me in my personal space and time to do it. So he, he'll know, like, if there's a conversation that I want to have with one of our playmates that is a super important conversation to me that he knows that I don't really want his backup on, um, he'll be in a, a surrounding room where he's comfortable toward, you know, around me and can hear what I'm saying, but he won't necessarily really be in that space with me just to give me some courtesy to really speak. I want to make sure that I reiterate what I meant on, you know, him backing me up and stuff like that. So I'm a very strong woman point of view and I don't want a man to ever have to speak on my behalf. So you'll always see and hear me be like, I got this, like this is my gig, like I don't need anybody. And I love him to death and that's not a disrespectful thing to him, it's just I'm always gonna handle my own shit and nobody's gonna handle it for me no matter who you are. Uh, so I just wanna make sure that everybody understands why uh, I was saying like, you know, he kinda lets me manage it in, in my way. So yeah, that's, those are my follow-up questions on TikTok. Let's go to Facebook and see what we got going on here. Good morning, Brian. Good morning, Anthony. How are you? Love and sex are two very different things, which is why us swingers really love being swingers because it is very different. Um, good morning, Holly. Good morning, Paul. Good morning, Faith. So many good mornings. I love it. Thank you so much for your question contributions. I'm going to go back to the community submitted question, which was about the health and low sex drive. And going back to me, it was at the point where I went back to the gentleman and I asked him if he can provide some additional information about what was going on medically and causing some of these issues. Before I get into his response, I want to go through two more responses that I thought were important uh, from the contributions from the community. This was another male contribution, and it says, I'm in a similar situation due to health issues. So it seems as if this other gentleman who was contributing to the post can totally relate. And he and his wife were in the lifestyle for some time. Whatever the circumstances were, they are no longer in it, but he has been given the hall pass per se uh, to have a friends with benefits. However, this is where the big, big, big issue comes into play. The big issue is the wife will not 
you know, put any kind of approval on it. So if he finds a couple or somebody that he's, you know, interested in playing with, his wife will not confirm to that couple or, you know, woman or whomever they may be that he's allowed to play with them. For me, that causes and that strikes a huge red flag, right? I won't enter a situation like that. Not that I don't trust you, but I don't know you. So I don't know you enough to trust you or not trust you. And I'm certainly not getting into a marital uh, situation. Like people, that's huge red flags. If we can red flag anything on this morning show today, it is, you know, make sure you know exactly what you're getting into, what the compositions of the relationships are. Ask a lot of questions. There's so many broken things going on in the lifestyle and I've seen it time and time again where outsiders get sucked into this like crazy entangled fucking mess uh, because of communication. Uh, I'm a prime example of it. No offense to Spencer, but he brought me in on a fucking shit show. And I had to learn and navigate through this ridiculous shit show and and learn what red flags were and learn like what was right and learn to stand up from be like this is fucking bullshit right so which is another reason why i'm a super huge fan of calling out all the all the negatives because i was brought into it in such like an unconventional not right way that i don't ever want to be on that end of things like i don't ever want to be in a situation where at the end of it i'm going to look back and be like whoa what's going on there was this wrong was that you know and that did happen once there was somebody that I was you know interested in playing with and it was a couple and things were going really great however I started to see like these little these little like breakdowns within the really relationship and I said to Spencer I can't participate in this you make your call like if you want to go and do something independent you have at it you know but I'm not, I can't contribute in trying to, you know, be a playmate in this situation anymore because I feel uncomfortable. Like, there's too many things going on here. Then I would be at fault for being putting myself in this situation. Like, if I'm clearly sitting here saying about red flags, but I'm going to proceed anyways, like, that's nuts, right? So in this particular situation, if a single gentleman could not have his woman, you know, confirm that he's allowed to play on his own, well, I would not be able to go into a composition like that because I would be way too nervous about, um, you know, anything. Somebody's asking me if I'm pregnant. No, I'm not pregnant, but I have my period. Does that make you feel better? I don't know. Sorry to the world for that, but, you know, sometimes people are funny. You love the shirt. Uh, yes, the shirt I got at Spencer's. They have so much pride product there. I love it. I have this other one that I'm going to be wearing on um, Tuesday of next week. It's just like a fun, you know, sporty kind of crop top and it's just all hearts and it says pride on the back. Uh, I am going to find some other shirts. I said to Spencer yesterday, I was like, oh, I didn't really think about this. I should have a pride shirt for like every single day. So I have that one and then I have my kindness is free one from the boutique. Who knows? Maybe I'll just make another pride one and just like handle it myself. But uh, for the month of, you know, for the month of June, I do really want to represent my colors. I, I try to anyways, but it seems more important, uh, you know, on our heritage months to do that. On, tic on um, Facebook, somebody's saying, same. I don't want to allow or invite the wrong energy around me or into my or our life. And that's the thing. Like, you have to be really cautious about how you're engaging and getting into these relationships. For this particular instance, it is the most important thing from a communication standpoint uh, that it will always be the foundation of trying to migrate into something like this. Now, I have done some follow-up questions within the group, such as if you were looking to get into an open relationship, like what is, you know, what are your recommendations and stuff. So I've tried to do some follow-up stuff that we can kind of keep the conversation going, that it just doesn't end here and we can take some more learnings excuse me, some more learnings from it. So somebody on TikTok is saying, you're so beautiful and smart. If you feel that way, tap that screen and get me to 10,000 likes. I always like to try and put a, a goal up there and so that would be super helpful for me. There's another question that's saying, why does other couples' arrangements matter to you? Why not just focus on the physical attraction? I'm not sure the answer to that question. I'm gonna have to get back to you on the focus on physical attraction. I think that people engage in the lifestyle in a very, you know, open, different kind of way. So I'm sure many humans do do that. If you're asking me specifically why I care about other relationships, you're watching and listening to the Mizzy Bender show. It is an alternative lifestyle 
morning show. So that's why I care about others. It's trying to share different perspectives, points of view, and talk about the tough things that maybe not many others are bold enough to want to talk about because there are many humans that are watching and listening to this show across the world um, that take a lot of insight and thoughts from this. So it's super important to share and be open-minded about all the different perspectives across the lifestyle. So now the last entry that somebody contributed to the con uh, conversation within the private group was, there are many ways to combat uncomfortable or uncomfortable sex or low sex drive. Now this was a contribution from a female and I thought that this was a really another gateway into another, port, another part of what we could talk about with this particular subject because I hadn't really thought this deep into it until she said it. The first one is, you know, has she tried any of the, you know, any of the alternative options? You know, you can go to your doctor and have all sorts of conversation about any of the things that we're talking about today. And that's highly recommended, right? If you are in a situation where, you know, you're feeling uncomfortable with your own self, it could be so many different things. I mean, for goodness sakes, depression, dehydration. Uh, I mean, the simplest thing, something that you're eating. So going to your doctors, first things first, and them telling you what you should do is always like recommended, right? But the other thing is, is, you know, the female saying is, is she trying to want to have sex with you? Now I can relate this back to my marriage. So when I was married, I didn't try and have sex with my husband because there were a lot of different issues that were going on there that emotionally I just couldn't connect with him and I was kind of disgusted on a lot of levels if I were being truthful. And so it made it really difficult for me to even have any kind of sexual desire with him. And I feel really bad saying that out loud because I just want to make sure, like, he's not a bad person. Uh, he just had a lot of tremendous issues, mental, a lot of different things that really contributed to where we, you know, why we were where we were. But it didn't change the fact that I didn't have that desire because of the circumstances around me. So I thought that that was a really great point of view for her to contribute into it, specifically from a female standpoint, right? Because this is an encouraging moment to say, hey, there are ways that you can try and get help. So please seek your doctor first, right? Now, this is the other thing. If it's uncomfortable, so I will tell you this, there are a lot of times where certain physicians are super uncomfortable for me. My gynecologist says, this is what he said to me. He said, you know, you're really lucky that the the world blessed you with a beautiful outside because your insides are detrimental to your human self or some bullshit like that. It was like some ridiculous thing that he said. And I was like, oh, okay, well, that's fucking that's great, doc. Thank you so much. But because of that, you know, I have a lot of different things, uh, you know, in wrong with my whole shit, I guess. I don't know. Which causes sometimes when penetration happens, uh, I could legit feel so many different things and it's very uncomfortable it's very uncomfortable sometimes it feels like somebody's taking like a fucking i don't know just i don't even know what it is because it's not pleasurable but it's just like jabbing me jabbing and i'm like no 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 this, this i can't do this you know so then I, there are only certain angles that i could do which is one of the reasons why i really like you know the frog it's like i guess it would be the frog pose is because I could get like myself like angled in such a position where I never have to deal with that uncomfortable feeling. I would probably say for many ladies that deal with uh, fibroids, cysts, uh, I, polyps, uh, I mean there are a lot of different things that grow on our uterus and sometimes them shits are, are huge, you know, so it crushes everything that we have going inside and when I, you know, Myself, for an example, you can't visually see me on the podcast, but for those of you that are, you know, I'm not a big girl. Like, I'm a petite woman. And because I'm petite and everything's a little bit more petite, the doctor said that all of my stuff is is crushed in there, right? So it makes things difficult to flow and, and migrate through my body system. So because of that, depending on what's happening, doesn't matter, you know, it doesn't matter, depending on what I eat, what happens in the day, you know, my body gets either, you know, can get bloated or you put stress on it and you swell a little bit. All of these factors come into play in my sexual 
in my sexual life, which is probably TMI for all of you, but it's super important to understand some of the things that goes on in a woman's body that makes it uncomfortable for us. So there are different things that one can do, different positions, uh, you know, all sorts of stuff uh, that you can do. You know, my gynecologist had, you know, time and time again talked to me about different things. I mean, although his recommendation is a hysterectomy, I don't necessarily know that I'm ready to take that leap because it seems very scary. Uh, but it also seems pretty ridiculous that I deal with a lot of the different things, such as uncomfortable sex at times because of that. So that is a lot, you know, so I thought, it, what am I saying? I thought that that was a very good input from a female's perspective as to why there can be, you know, some hiccups within the relationship from a sexual standpoint, right? So with that being said, I take a sip of coffee. Um, somebody on TikTok is saying that was very helpful. I'm really happy that you found some value in that. Open, honest conversation and trying to share the eh, things that might make one embarrassed and I probably shouldn't share with you or the things that I love to share the most. So they're saying that actually this is all relevant to us right now. See, that's perfect. And this is the exact reason why I love the community submitted questions because if there's one human out there that needs the answer to this question, there are fucking 50, you know, 50 million more of you. And so it just makes my heart so happy. Thank you so much for sharing that. Now, as I mentioned before providing these points of views from the additional community members, that I did go back to the human to ask him if he can share what the medical issues were. Because, you know, after having all of this conversation, now I'm curious, what is it? You know, is it that he's just trying to be a piggy guy, no offense, because I know you're watching, or does his wife really have, uh, you know, a sex drive issue because of certain things? Now, in the short version of things, he says that she has two different thyroid issues. I didn't write them down, but one, you know, they were two, two defined uh, things, you, you know, and I looked them up. I only looked them up because I was wanting to educate myself on what they were and what the symptoms were and kind of just understand a little bit more from his perspective. I'm not going to share them specifically with you. Uh, he also said that she's perimenopause. Now, when I was doing research on that is, you know, so menopause starts for women around the age of 40. They were saying that the perimenopause starts, uh, it could be years before that. And the symptoms of this can last from four to 10 years. And one of the symptoms of that is, you know, no sex drive from it. And then the last point of view was it just hurts too much. So, you know, those are some pretty sporadic things. And I feel like, yes, we can touch a point, touch upon them on all the different things that we talked about today. Um, the thyroid issue, listen, you know, I know thyroid issues mess up a lot of different things and you need to have medication for it. And then the medication can, you know, give you different side effects and who the heck knows? Like then again, again, that's like all go back to your medical doctor and you got to talk to them about that stuff. I couldn't, I couldn't say what, what, what would happen with that one. But as far as like it just hurting, I don't know, you know, like are there different things that could be done pleasurably? Okay, so maybe you can't have like full intercourse for the entire play session, but you know, like there's oral, there's all sorts of different fun ways that one can engage to sexually please their partner without having to go fully into intercourse. Now, granted, that is what we love the most, right? But trying to explore some more exciting, intimate things with our partners that might not necessarily be completely in, in, you know, incomplete penetration. There are ways that you can do it. And there are so many helpful books online. If you just Google, you know, some certain terms, I don't even know what they would be right now, but I, I have done, I've done it in the past for some different um, topics that I was investigating before. There are so many different ways that one can do it. You know, um, the, I forget what it is, like the tantric or like when you learn to like really just like relax yourself and have like ongoing, almost like yoga type stuff. Like there's all sorts of different things, you know? So that would be my recommendation from it. The thing that I thought was most valuable from this entire conversation, the gentleman has been really taking some feedback and really listening to what the community has been saying. And he sent over to me this entire list of what he thinks is the right way to go about having the conversation with his wife, right? Because now the next step is how does he present to his wife that he's not sexually pleased? He doesn't want to hurt her feelings. He doesn't want to make her uncomfortable. He wants to make sure that he's still supporting her, but making sure that he's trying to articulate his thoughts. 
Now, going back to response number two that was submitted about the hysterectomy and her having to go through all these different emotional things and then not being granted the same respect back is the exact things that we worry about when we try and bring up these more alternative conversations to our partners. So I'm going to read these bullet points out because I thought that they, number one, he took the time to do it and how amazing. And a lot of them are really great touch points. So he started out by saying, and thank you so much because I know that you're watching for allowing me to read through and contributing to the show. Um, sex life boundaries for both of us. I write this out of respect for you, myself, and the situation we have come to find ourselves in, which is clearly beyond our control and neither person's fault. Now, I thought that that's a great way, you know, to start, right? It's very, it's, it's beautiful, it's, it's not attacking, and it's very a matter of fact, right? This is my first attempt at doing something like this, so please be patient and empathetic. This is just a rough start. I only want us both to find the happiness we deserve in life. Here is what I've come up with so far. Please be kind if I miss something obvious and go ahead and add in whatever you want uh, want us to take into consideration as and, and ask any questions you think we need to answer. Now, I think that that's a great segue too, right? It's, I'm, I'm open to hearing your perspective. You know, this is very uncomfortable. Like I get a very uncomfortable tone, you know, from the words and the way that it's being written. And so yes, this, okay, this is good. So here are the boundary lists that I created. Please acknowledge each bullet point. Fantastic. Yes, acknowledge every single bullet point, every single one that I said, because I want to make sure that if there's one thing in one of these bullet points that makes you the least bit uncomfortable, that it's spoken about. Because if it's not spoken about at this moment and one agrees to it, you know what happens? Resentment. Because one did not speak of it. And you know whose fault that is? The one who agreed to it, not the person proposing it. So everybody be really clear on what those boundaries are and be really clear you know exactly what it is that you're saying okay to and don't okay anything that you're not comfortable with. So the bullet points. I promise to be honest with anyone I meet about the fact that my wife has health issues beyond her control, which makes it difficult for her to have sex or engage in regular sexual activities with me or other men. Wife always comes first. This marriage is our primary relationship. I am to make a point not to spend too much time with the secondary partners if I find any. I can and sometimes will become friends with them, especially if they hang around for a while and understand and respect the spot. Okay, now, this is a super critical one. This is not only from this outline that we're going to discuss right now there needs to be because it does go into boundaries there needs to be very specific boundaries in something like this okay so i found a play partner you know what on thursday nights that's your night only on thursday nights are you allowed to go out for three hours and spend time with this playmate after the three hours is over you must come home to me now i don't know if that's what the composition is but it needs to be very specific like that not uh, you know, I will be able to spend time with them if I want to. No, no, no. Right out of the gate, your time allocated to a night like this is only on Thursdays at this amount of time. If a couple of months go by and this Thursday night thing is going on, you know, time and time again and it's with the same play partner and, you know, you're really like digging the vibes and maybe, you know, they would interact really well with your wife and, you know, I don't know. There's another conversation that's had. Hey, wifey, guess what? Uh, you know, the Thursday night thing's been going really well. I've actually been seeing the same play partner. This is how I'm feeling about it. But it shouldn't be in three months. It should be every single day. Every single Thursday night after you have a play session, you come home and you tell your wife everything about what happened. Every feeling, every emotion, every step. You tell them everything. Of course, if they want to know. Some of, them, some of these compositions, they don't want to know. Right? So you need to know that too. But you know, every single week. So then three weeks from now, three months from now, she's not taken off guard that, oh my God, how in the world did this relationship develop? I know nothing of it. And then those insecurities start, right? Because you didn't share any of this and not that you fell in love with this person. It's just somebody that you spend a lot of time with that you think that, hey, you know what? Let's think about something different here, right? So 
Anyone I'm with must understand this is strictly sexual and not leading to an emotionally invested relationship away from my marriage. And everybody has to be super honest about that. And if there's any point in time this individual feels like something like that is slipping, well then you need to, you need to be strong enough to put a halt on it yourself and say this is dangerous for me now. This is where the slippery slope and the gray area of the lifestyle comes into play, right? We all have to be accountable and have to be, you know, really sure of what we're getting ourselves into without allowing ourselves to go further into it without the approval from our partners. And yes, we did hit 10,000 on TikTok. Thank you so much. Okay. So no comparing, no comparing, never compare. You can never compare. I would be so upset if, you know, Spencer compared me to somebody else. That's not to say that he's not going to have different enjoyable experiences with somebody else because he's going to, but that's not a comparison to me. This is an addition to, right? So yes, this person provides some dynamite sex. That's fantastic. But you know what? Over here, I get my emotions and I get this and I get that and whatever. And it's very different, right? And so no comparing. Bravo, sir. Okay. If there's any anal or vag... Is it... Blah, 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 blah. Uh, if there's any anal or vagi vaginal penetration, a condom must be worn. Yes, that's a no-brainer. You need to know who your partners are playing with for the most part. You know, how active are they? Are they, you know, going out every weekend? You know, are they, you know, a once-a-month player? You know, I, these are all fair, appropriate questions to ask, you know, upcoming play partners to know what their play styles are, to know exactly what it is that you're getting into. Uh, you know, there's all these different things. You know, if you need condoms, we are sponsored by One Condoms. Hit me up, I will send you some. If you cannot afford them, I will make sure that you have the safety protection that you need. So thank you, One Condoms, for providing us with all of those delicious little wraps for those pepes. Oral is allowed. You know, I think that that's a fair thing to put in there. You know, not many people like it. Not many people do it. Uh, you know, it's some find it more intimate. So yes, I think having that is a very fair conversation and seeing if it's an accepted boundary. Kissing and touching of another is per, another person is allowed. People have kissing rules. Um, a lot of a lot of humans that start out in the lifestyle for the first time, I find, have a no kissing rule because they also find that to be very intimate and they're very unsure about the emotions between the intimacy and the sexual desires. So you find quickly that that kissing thing goes out the window, but it, it is not an unheard of, you know, boundary out of the gate. The person is off limits unless she can be honest as well as any other past friends who don't get it. Now, I'm not entirely sure who this person is, so it's hard for me to talk to this point. I just wanted to make sure I read it out loud because it was on the paper. And then it says, when I, you, and your body are ready, we can go back to our original idea that we explore sex and sexy situations together instead of us exploring as individuals. I think it is important we have clear parameters that are updated as our situation evolves so neither one of us is put in an awkward position. Absolutely. I'm so happy this was on here and I forgot that it was, so I apologize because I emphasized that point uh, early on. But absolutely, there needs to be you know, communication after every play session or whatever it is that you guys come up with just to make sure that the alignment and everything is there. What's up there, Clearly Mama? This woman makes some fabulous fucking cakes. If anybody is in like, um, I don't know, like the Connecticut-ish, kind of Rhode Island-ish area, um, she'd be your lady. Fucking really, really great. Um, okay, so some of the things that should be determined and discussed. Are we going to talk about relationships or encounters with others or not? No, unless there's something useful. Are sleepouts okay? Sure, why not in his perspective? Are sleepouts okay? Sure, why not? Check-ins and uh, how often do you want them? Don't ask, don't tell. I don't think I want to know details, but I would like to know general stuff. Who, when, where. Now, I think that these are all really valid follow-ups, right? What do you want to know? How frequently do you want to know them? What would your boundaries be? Thank you so much for listening to me kind of conversation. It's super important uh, to make sure that the other person is feeling heard and valued because this is a very, you know, I don't know what their relationship is. So it's, it's kind of hard, right? But what I can say is I'm really happy about all that he mapped out. I'm really happy that he's actually taking 
the thoughts from the group and what we're discussing on the show to try and put together a really great way to communicate what he's thinking. Now, this is really uncomfortable, right? But I say bravo to you. And for you listening to me at this moment, thank you again for letting me share. I would love to know how things progress and be able to do a follow-up on the show also, just so we could do full circle and um, let you know humans know how things are going. You see, well, you can't see it on TikTok. Because I'm so thrilled and so excited of all the engagement and contributions and all that stuff. I had shared that I had started this Mind Vendor of the Month in our private group. Well, now we're going to Mizzy Madness. There's gonna be Mizzy Madness Monthly, and it is going to be a giveaway uh, valued at $50, more, never less, depending on what I have, you know, like what is going on for the month and like what I have and what like my thoughts are for the actual program at hand. Um, so this month's first actual game or raffle, I'm going to say it's a raffle, is to be submitted into and get this gift bag from me. It's a surprise gift bag. I'm not going to show you what's in it. And you're never going to know what's in the gift bag. You're always just going to receive the surprise gift bag and, you know, have, have it'll be like Christmas from Mizzy if you win. And in order to be entered into this month's raffle, you must go to MizzyBender.com and subscribe to my website. When you subscribe to my website, uh, you know, you get updated blog information. You get all the podcast updates. You get just all the Mizzy updated information in one central location. Then what I'm going to do is all those, you know, names that were submitted, I'm going to have a glass bucket that will sit with me on every single show showing all the submissions. On June 30th, we will do the live drawing, which is the last day of this month. I'll do the live drawing on the show. I will only announce the first name of the human. If they're listening, fantastic. Uh, you know, then you'll be excited at the moment. If not, I'll reach out to you independently via mizzybender at outlook.com to the email address that you submitted to the website uh, to gain your shipping information. So that is the deal. I will remind you time and time again uh, throughout the rest of the month to be sure to go and subscribe mizzybender.com to get yourself submitted into the Mizzy Madness raffle of the month valued at $50 or more depending on what we have going on for the month. So go and do that. What other things we have going on? So I just want to say if you're looking for a party this weekend, Fusion Parties in New Hampshire is having their lingerie masquerade events. Mizzy's Boutique is a proud sponsor of the event itself. Um, unfortunately, we can't be there because we have my niece's first dance recital, so I couldn't miss that. But I did want to make sure that I promote it and put it out there for those of you that are watching. And also, always check out the Paradise Club, which is the Paradise Club net they host events two times a month and they're located in Pennsylvania so you have New Hampshire and you have PA that you can seek out some events uh, for so listen until next time you guys if there's a topic that you want to hear from me send it to mizzybender at outlook.com I so appreciate everybody joining this morning uh, until next time I'll talk to you super soon <laughs>